0: A lot of people on the Bulletproof diet or people who are controlling their own biology by doing things to take control of, of their health are having trouble because they overpay for life insurance. Life insurance companies haven't caught up with new science studies that look at how different diets affect how long they're gonna live. For example, you're on the Bulletproof diet, you have your Bulletproof coffee, and by design, your HDL cholesterol may go up. And HDL is called good cholesterol because it's protective. But life insurance companies believe all cholesterol is bad, even though inflammation is the problem, not the cholesterol. And that means they may charge you more or they may not give you a discount on your life insurance, even though what you're doing is going to make you live longer so their costs will go down. There's a company called Health IQ that advocates for health conscious lifestyles. They use things like science and big data to get lower rates for people who are paying attention to their health. Things like cyclists, runners, people who exercise, vegans, vegetarians, bulletproof diet, doesn't really matter, people who are paying attention. And they have a proprietary metric called a high health IQ and people with a high health IQ are 42% less likely to be fat and have a 57% lower risk of dying early. Most of the time, you don't know your health IQ and you probably don't know you can save some money on life insurance by getting your health IQ. Right now, people who listen to Bulletproof Radio can get a free life insurance quote and learn their health IQ by going to healthiq.com bulletproof. Just go to healthiq.com bulletproof to learn more about how you can get life insurance for people who take care of their own biology.
1: Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance.
0: Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds, and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. If you don't know what that means, do some research, because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io Dave for a seven-day free trial. Are you ready? Okay. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. <laughs> Today's cool fact of the day is that... A smile can be infectious, but did you know that the sweat you make while you are smiling is also infectious? turns out that you make something called chemo signals when you experience positive or negative emotions, and they come out in your sweat. And that means that people around you know if you're unhappy because you smell unhappy. (laughs) True story. They can also feel it as well. But... The chemical signaling behind behavioral synchronization is part of how we synchronize, but it's not the only part. Kind of a cool fact, right?
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: was wondering what that was.
2: A wave of joy. (laughs) Nice.
0: (laughs) FreshBooks makes ridiculously simple cloud accounting software that's completely transformed how millions of freelancers deal with their day-to-day admin and paperwork. Here's how they've done it. FreshBooks has basically taken all the really annoying admin and paperwork tasks small business owners hate doing and turned them into simple, intuitive, and dare I say it, even enjoyable moments. You can use FreshBooks, enjoyable, okay, it's accounting. No one ever enjoys accounting except accountants, let's just say that, but FreshBooks makes it good. You can use FreshBooks to create and send invoices in about 30 seconds. There's no formatting and no formulas, just really simple, clean, and professional looking invoices. Your clients can pay you online, which can seriously improve how quickly you get paid, If a client forgets to pay on time, FreshBooks will handle the awkwardness with customizable late payment reminders. FreshBooks has also cracked the code of effortless expense tracking by importing expenses directly from your bank accounts. Next time you use your debit card for that business lunch, watch the transaction magically appear in your FreshBooks account. That's totally liberating. Their mobile app lets you take pictures of your receipts and FreshBooks organizes them for later. It can create expense reports for you and also make claiming expenses at tax time a breeze, which is really important for entrepreneurs. This is only a tiny sliver of how FreshBooks can transform your entire perspective on dealing with your paperwork. To feel the full effect of FreshBooks and to claim your 30-day free trial, just go to freshbooks.com bulletproof and enter bulletproof radio in the how did you hear about us section. That's freshbooks.com bulletproof and enter bulletproof radio in the how did you hear about us section. Hey guys, I want to tell you about this awesome new razor I've been using. It's made by Harry's and the shave is fantastic. Harry's was started by two guys, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they decided to start their own razor company and to give guys everywhere what they deserve, a great shave at a fair price. They bought a factory with a 100 years of blade making experience so they could make their own high quality razors, sell them online, and ship them directly to you for half the price of the leading brand. Harry's razors include everything you need for a close, comfortable shave five German engineer blades, a lubricating strip, a flex hinge for a comfortable glide, a trimmer blade for those hard to reach places, weighted ergonomic handle even, and all this for about two bucks a blade compared to $4 or more you'll pay at the drugstore. Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, and so am I, that they want you to try their most popular trial set for free. Comes with a razor handle of your choice, a five blade cartridge, and shaving gel. Free when you sign up, just pay a small fee for shipping. To redeem your free trial offer, go to harrys.com slash bullet right now. That's com slash bullet. Now, if you're listening in your car right now, you're going, what the heck is going on here? This is a live episode with a live studio audience in the great city of San Francisco as part of the Headstrong Book Tour. (laughs) Normally now, I would insert... A product plug to talk about something cool and new that Bulletproof is doing. However, while there's so many cool and new things we're doing, I can either do that later or not. And you guys have already heard a lot of stuff you can actually touch and feel and try all of it, so I'm going to skip that for you. And we're going to go straight into the interview with today's guest, who is John Gray. John is the author of Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus and just came out with a new book called Beyond Mars Venus, Relationship Skills for Today's Complex World. John, you're a famous guy. You're one of the leaders in personal development. You're known for being a relationship guy, but having become friends with you, you're a super biohacker. Like, you talk about hormones, heat shock proteins, and all sorts of stuff that you maybe don't put in your books even in the level of detail that you understand it. You, you make it really accessible. And I would just say for listeners, you really want to read Beyond Mars, Venus, because it's about biohacking, as much as any book I've ever written is about biohacking, not just about relationships, because there's a way to hack the biochemistry of your relationships, and John is the most knowledgeable guy I know, and so welcome back to the show, John. Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thank you all. Thank you all. There we go.
0: So let's get right into this interview, and I really think people today are, are looking for maybe more out of their relationships than they have historically, and you read these you know, 100-year-old books or 200-year-old books, it seems like things were a little bit more regimented, people had uh, maybe more of a life outside their relationship, and now maybe because people keep moving around and we have all sorts of pressures in our lives, people are looking for more emotional fulfillment for their relationships, and that's why you wrote your new book. What problems are being caused by by people looking to the relationship for that? Okay, so that's the idea there
2: is, you hear it a lot, I'm looking for a soulmate. And I certainly am married to my soulmate for 32 years. And then the big question is, what is a soulmate? So I've been pondering this for quite a while, and in my definition of it, it's not so esoteric, but it's really quite practical, which is a soulmate is someone who has the ability and the skill which takes time to develop, to support you in being your authentic self. And our authentic self is a balance of masculine and feminine qualities. Historically, we had role-mate relationships. Most of our parents, our grandparents, who men had a role. And a man did that role, a woman was happy with him. There wasn't conflict, basically. And I saw it in my own family. My dad was a good provider. He came home and watched TV. My mother had no complaints three requirements women used to have. A man was a good provider. A man didn't get angry. And a man... What was the third one? I forget. Drank a lot. (laughs) No, he had good manners. He had good manners. You know, you were taught good manners. As good as it can get. My wife's still trying to improve mine. And I chuckle. Spend the rest of your life, dear. It's okay. I know you love me just the way I am. And that's part of my whole message, which is teaching couples how to adjust their expectations to reality. And through accepting reality the way it is, you pull out more in your partner and you're able to sustain love. But whenever we're complaining to our partners or wanting them to be different, we think that's going to work. It just doesn't work. So in answer to the first question, since we're having an interview, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, well, <laughs> it'll be a work. conversation. They always I mean, we have did a have problem. a conversation here, but answer to the question, we are expecting more today. And why would we be expecting more? This is the bottom line of this whole new book. As women have shifted roles to no longer being limited to this stereotypical limited role that women played for thousands of years. Suddenly women are doing everything. And when women are police women, when women are surgeons, when women are lawyers, when women are working for money instead of for the people they love, what happens is the hormone testosterone gets produced and the hormone estrogen goes down. And estrogen is the hormone of love. This is why when a man falls in love, his testosterone goes down and his estrogen goes up. When he gets married, it goes down even further. When he has children, it goes down even further. When he has grandchildren, it goes down even further. So here I'm at 50 with grandchildren. Suddenly, whoa, what happened to my testosterone? So I had to figure out how to pump it up. And relationship skills can do it. Supplements can do it. Fasting and cleansing can do it. All the new things in your new book as well are talking about that. Is how do we naturally pump up our hormones, not only that, but find balance. And what I found, besides supplements, besides cleansing, our relationship skills have a huge impact. So let me just do one example of that. When he introduced me, and all of you cheered for me, my testosterone levels doubled. They did. They'll eventually go back down when I sleep. But
0: I, I can smell it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right.
2: <laughs> it uh, the way a woman responds to a man will affect his testosterone more than anything. The way a man responds to a woman will affect her estrogen levels more than anything. The way a woman responds to playing cards with other women will affect her hormones in a different way than a man does. So we have to understand that different behaviors have now been proven to affect different hormones in the body. So one simple little takeaway right at the beginning, it will have more meaning when I'm done probably, but we have all kinds of new little rituals in my house. Whenever I come home from a trip, my wife is always happy to see me. Why? Because I'm alive. (laughs) Did you know that for thousands of years, men did dangerous jobs, and when men would come home, women were always relieved and happy that he's still alive. This is the bottom line need that men have. Why is it that we're best friends? Why is a man's best friend a dog? Dog's always happy to see you, always happy to see you, no matter what you've done or haven't done or should (laughs) do or didn't do, and that dog's just happy to see you for less than a minute and goes back to sleep. That's all you need to pump a man's testosterone up. is So he knows when he comes home, not the only thing, but he will always face a happy woman, but she needs something when I get home as well. Jewelry. Well, we'll get to that. That's always nice in the beginning. Actually, women kind of play hide and seek when you get home sometimes. They hide. They go somewhere and see, does he even care about me anymore? Is he excited to see me? Does he want me anymore? So my wife's always somewhere other than the front room. And so my job is the first thing, run to find her. My dog is trained to tell me, where's the mom? Where's the mom? And she, she barks and barks, but I don't pet the dog until I give my wife a big hug. It's a little thing, but it's a sweet ritual. And men need that, and women need that. It's those little reassurances. And as we'll explore in this interview, this whole book is about the little things that can make a huge difference to stimulate the right hormones at the right time of the month in the right way, so everybody's getting along and feeling a connection, which takes us to a higher level of ecstasy, which is in your question, people want more today. But to get more, you have to learn new skills. We have new software. You want a different result? You've got to do something different. And yet we haven't learned new relationship skills based upon biological differences that are reality for every man needs 20 to 50 times more testosterone than a woman. to have; Otherwise, they have a heart attack. He'll be moody. He'll be irritable. He'll be violent. All these types of things if men's testosterone levels go too low. For women, their estrogen levels, their progesterone levels, their, their oxytocin levels, all these different hormones play a huge role in her well-being as well as testosterone. But for men, testosterone is 30 times more important. For women, 20 times more important.
0: That's a pretty big answer. For women,
2: estrogen is 20 times more important than men.
0: Okay. I, nope. I heard get a dog.
2: That's a good takeaway. I, you know, having a dog is not just good for a guy. It's also good for a woman because you get a nice, cuddly dog. It immediately produces oxytocin. My dog is the massive oxytocin producer. Wherever we go, because this dog is so well-loved, women just flock to our dog and went, oh, so cute, he's so sweet. And our dog hugs you. He just comes up at the ranch. He'll hump you, but not, not at other places. <laughs> she, she.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna ask for some relationship advice here. I I come home because I got to take the last connecting flight to the island where I live, which is worth it. But it's usually after ten, and my wife is like a she's like goes to sleep before two a.m. I don't understand that, but she does. So I come home, she's asleep. Do I wake her up? No. Damn. <laughs> she needs her sleep. See, now I've got this conflict. Why? Well, because if I'm supposed to come home, I'm so happy to see you, but she's asleep. She's asleep when she wakes up. That's when you'll know
2: she's I'm happy to see you. I'm going to be sleeping when she wakes up. See, that, that's the problem. Well, well, you know, you're a smart guy, so what's the answer to that?
0: <laughs> I give her some extra sleep mode before she goes to sleep, so she'll sleep in. No, women, you have to always, <laughs> you have to
2: prioritize the woman. You're traveling, doing whatever you want to do, Okay. Yep. If you have a woman who feels special, like you'll sacrifice your needs at times for her, that's what makes somebody special. Mm-hmm. You know, when people do extra things for you, well, what hormone gets produced when you feel special? Estrogen. You know, like if somebody walks out, oh, let me carry that box for you. Let me carry that suitcase for you. Let me drive you here. See, when I travel, I, I've, I start getting, that's why my testosterone went so down. I was traveling all the time, superstar, rock star. Everybody treats me like a celebrity. So this is why male celebrities go crazy. They're drug addicts. They're in and out of rehab and all that stuff because their estrogen goes too high because people are doing things for them. Your testosterone goes up when you're doing stuff. When you're actually sacrificing what you want for others, that's the most noble thing a man can do as long as you get paid for it. <laughs> okay? As long as you're sacrificing for others and you don't get paid for it, you don't get testosterone. But payment doesn't have to just be money. Payment is you made a difference in somebody's life. That's what it's about for men. Depressed men have no meaning in their life. It's the meaning comes from feeling I make a difference in people's lives, and the most biggest evidence that I make a difference is a woman who loves you who also orgasms. <laughs> That's it. I mean, Literally, women can't orgasm unless their estrogen levels go 20 times higher. That's when they're most orgasmic, and a man's body knows that. Biologically, we know if she climaxes with us, then our testosterone levels shoot up and stay up for six days. This is We have research on this now showing that men's testosterone levels cycle, like women have hormonal cycles, men have testosterone okay. cycles. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it, waiting for somebody to say, what are those cycles?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I
0: figured you were going to tell us. But okay. Uh, all right, all right. So, so, all right. I, I definitely know that there are cycles. I know that these are all in your book. And I also know that they're based in some part on what the women's cycles do. So it's not like they're cycling independent of the relationship you're in, right?
2: Yeah, we have cycles regardless of whether we're in a relationship. Yeah. And a relationship in harmony with those cycles can then bring us closer together at the right times. So there was a book you were recommending about the power of wind. Right. That could also be a subtitle
0: of mine. I, I have that same thought, actually. Yeah, I mean, really, it's really... The Power of Wind is Michael Bruce's book. He's been a guest on the show, and he writes about when you should sleep and, and essentially biorhythms and how they vary. And you're talking about the power of wind for getting some.
2: Yeah, so since you didn't answer that question on when you should get some, uh, it should be basically on your calendar you put this is the day. I'm going to get some. Now, men, men are so freaked out about this, it should just be spontaneous. I'm married 32 years. You have children, you have responsibilities, you have a house, you have floods, you have weak, you got sicknesses, all kinds of stuff coming up. To, to limit your sex just to when you feel like it, really hard for women to be in the mood. What happens is women, their minds are really busy, busy, busy. One of the functions of estrogen, it speeds up blood activity in the brain. You worry a lot. When estrogen levels are up, if you're not feeling special and loved and cared for and supported, you have a lot of uh, uh, worrying that goes on in your head. And when the blood is in the head of a woman, it takes a long time for it to go down to that little tiny clitoris. (laughs) See, men, you don't have a little tiny. When their blood goes down, it all goes down. So... I just have to tell you one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> oh, but this is going to be on the internet. It's okay. All right. Okay. All right, I'm going to edit this just because it's on the internet, okay? Oh. So I got to... It's such a good joke. Anyway. <laughs> I, we can bleep it if you need to. Oh, I bleep it. All, All right, I right, right. can do that. All right. So here's your power. Just to understand... You know, a lot of people are going, oh, men and women aren't that different and everything. I get, I get it. Women can do anything men can do. I can carry a baby... Of course, I can't breastfeed it, I can't make one. That's kind of a big difference. But still, let's look superficially, men and women, everybody <laughs> thinks we're all like so much the same now. All right, you're in a relationship. This is a heterosexual relationship. We can talk about gay relationships too. After all, we're in San Francisco. So that you, you, have, a, uh, you have a dispute. You know, all couples, they have these little wars that go on, and, and usually in my marriage of 32 years, I'm the one who always comes back and apologizes. Why? Because I'm so good at finding forgiveness. My wife is not, and most women are not, unless they have really low self-esteem, ironically. Just put that in your buffers. Oh, I forgive him for anything. That's because you're a doormat. So <laughs> hard for women to, to forgive. Easier for men, so if they have some of the techniques I'm going to teach tonight. But generally men, even if they're, even if, well, in my case, I'm going to teach you how to find that centered, loving place again, but let's just imagine a man doesn't, because sometimes I couldn't in my marriage. So we have this cold war going on for a while. And three or four times, now I'm going to put it in somebody else's relationship. If they're having a cold war and the man is not willing to make up, but the woman is willing to make up, okay, she has now worked through her stuff. She's talked to somebody. She's realizing that everybody's not, nobody's perfect. Your partner's doing their best. He's from Mars. He just doesn't know who you are sometimes or what you can, what he needs to do. All right. And he forgets stuff. (laughs) So he's, See, so you get back to this kind of, oh, I love him, and I see the good stuff to balance out the negative stuff. But you're thinking, he's still in his cave. He pull away. How do I get him back? How do I get him back? This is your secret power, women, that men do not have. He's in his cave. You just walk into the cave naked, and you say, look at me. I'm yep. a woman. F- me. <laughs> yeah, you should applaud for that. That's a superpower you have. That's right. Yeah. I, he'll hesitate for a moment and just look at you and all the blood will leave his head it will go <laughs> down south and he'll forget anything he was upset about now just turn the tables <laughs> look at me honey all of me not going to turn her on <laughs> <laughs> So let, let's get realistic. There are real differences between men and women. And as we've switched roles, it's understanding differences is important. But even more important is the theme of the new book, Beyond Mars and Venus, is going beyond these roles to what's happening today is when women are in doing jobs that stimulate testosterone and not estrogen, they need help to come back to their estrogen. If we look at health even, we're seeing all these women taking hormones, menopausal symptoms they're having. Women now have more heart attacks than men. Women are having more dementia than men, Uh, almost uh, two to one of dementia. Alzheimer's, more women are having Alzheimer's. This is a big shift that's taking place for women. And what it is, it's the stress levels. And our supplements are key Everything I say, really quite honestly, will not do it alone. You have to have the supplements to support you. But supplements alone, and you're sitting in a, a, a lonely room with no windows and no friends, is not going to do much, except it might motivate you to go get friends. But you've got to have both sides of this whole thing. The equation is two sides, like a bird flying. You need, one wing just doesn't do it. We need love. You know, We need loving relationships. It doesn't all have to be... Uh, you know, a, a marriage or whatever, but basic sex, sex is the most healing thing you can do to your body. Think about your brain, the three parts of the brain, we talk about that. The front part of the brain, which is different from monkeys, the middle part of the brain, which has the same DNA as monkeys, the back part of the brain, like some people call it dinosaur brain, you know, lizard brain. This is it's all the unconscious part of us. That's what rules sex. Isn't
0: that like presidential brain?
2: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well said, well said.
0: <laughs> that was nonpartisan, just to so replay. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, they say there's books written about that. that just to, to have such an ego to go off to become a president, what well, you have to deal with the amount of criticism, because if you run for presidency, half the people hate yeah. you. In this case, 60% of their 80%, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> but you, you've got to stand up to that and go, I don't care. Yeah. That's the male side of us, that's the testosterone side of us. When testosterone is healthy, You do care, but you don't let people knock you down. Now, here's the irony. Just go a little further with this. Everybody's associated testosterone with aggression, right? You've heard that. Testosterone, you know, aggression, wanting to drop bombs and all that stuff. is all testosterone. One of the professors at Stanford University did a lot of research on this and completely changed the whole modern understanding of testosterone. Everything good is testosterone in a man's body. Men only behave in a wonderful way when their testosterone levels are healthy. What happens with aggression is when men are not taught how to solve a problem. See, when, when a man knows what to do, he has confidence. His test, and if he's under stress, if he feels threatened, his testosterone will rise. The natural reaction when testosterone rises is estrogen to go down. Okay, So that's the biology of men. That's why women, when you're starting to talk, you feel him disconnecting. Because literally, he's now thinking about what you're saying. In order to think, he has to stop feeling temporarily. So literally, his testosterone goes up when he's threatened, pushes his estrogen down. But if he doesn't know what to do and he's threatened, aromatase gets produced. The more belly fat you have, the more aromatase gets produced. And that will convert his testosterone into estrogen. And that's when he becomes angry or afraid and gets defensive. Anytime a man is angry, afraid, or defensive, in that moment, his testosterone is turning into estrogen. And so if you, and of course, all of psychology is telling men, oh, you should talk about your feelings at that time. Well, guess what talking about feelings does? Increases estrogen. That's why 90% of the people who come to therapists like me are women. Because if you talk about your feelings, your estrogen levels will go up, your stress levels will go down, but only if you're a woman. If you're a man, your stress goes up higher unless you're talking to somebody you're not upset with and you're actually kind of making a joke about what you're upset about. That's what guys do. That's what we secretly do is we make fun of you women. We make fun of all kinds of stuff, and that, we lighten it up. That detachment is a masculine quality. When you detach and make a joke of something and lighten up, your testosterone levels are coming up. When you get heavy and serious, your estrogen levels are going up, and that's where men lose control. So we have we have ways of coping with stress, which are actually many of them are thousands of years old. Meditation, for example, primarily meditation was taught in cultures where they taught meditation only to men. It wasn't like, well, we're not gonna teach women. Women said, I don't wanna do that. <laughs> they said that's too boring. I still go to India all the time. They go, I don't I don't want to meditate. That's too hard. And so what do they do? They love. That's their path. Their spiritual path is love and devotion to God and their family and their husbands. Love is the path. That's estrogen. But why did men, why were men taught to meditate? What meditation does is it quiets the mind. When you quiet the mind, you stop feeling your emotions. That's the first step. You've got to stop thinking. So stop worrying about it. So what do we instinctively do in marriage? We always say to our wives things, that doesn't work. We say stuff like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, that always works. I always say, what's the point? point is testosterone. Uh, why are you making a big deal out of this? And why are we talking so much about it? You've already said this three times. See, she wants to talk, and she'll keep wanting to talk till she feels heard. But it doesn't make sense for he, talking to him if his defenses are up. He can't hear anything you say. And women will say that to me. He doesn't hear anything I say. So I say, why tell him? I love uh, this man. Uh, why well, tell him? It, doesn't, it just doesn't work. See, we're no longer monkeys. Monkeys <laughs> squabble and fight all the time. Do what works. But if you, you need to complain in order to produce estrogen. Complaining is like this phenomena that produces estrogen, which is why men, a little tip, Anytime you complain, you're a total turnoff to a woman. <laughs> just get that. Complaining is a turnoff to women, or they start feeling like they're your mother, And they go, I can't have sex with you. Another guy, I was back in the early late 80s. I was teaching men what women wanted. I wanted them to be in touch with his feelings, so I taught all men how to. I taught them the magic phrase back then was the "I feel hurt" phrase. Remember that? (laughs) It's death to a relationship. So guy, every time he has a complaint in his head, see what men do is I got a complaint, forget it, it's not gonna work anyway, learn to accept and you're gonna have a happy woman. No, now we're gonna complain. Now we're gonna say, oh, I felt hurt when you said that. Why well, I feel hurt when you said that. And all the women were like, this is great. He's now showing me how he feels. Two weeks later, I want a divorce. This is real, this has really happened. One woman said, you know, ever since you talk, got him to start talking about his feelings, I want a divorce. I didn't realize he had so many problems. You know, another woman, these are real stories. Another woman said to me, he's so sensitive. It's like I have to walk on eggshells all the time. You know, I don't want to to protect him from me. Which, by the way, men, that's your job. You're supposed to protect her from you. And what do you protect her from? Your anger. See, that's what we have to get. Men have forgotten that what it is to be a man is detached, cool, calm, collected. Do the right thing. Do what works. If you don't know what works, don't do anything. And don't speak. That's the most important thing. (laughs) Quiet the mind. Stop talking. Don't talk. Don't talk. How many times can I tell you this? Don't talk.
0: So, so, do you do that in combination when the woman wants to repeat herself many times?
2: Okay, here's what happens. Let's analyze that.
0: Not First that this all, ever happens to me, <laughs>
2: Yeah. Let, let me just see how many men feel sometimes that feel, think. How many men think sometimes, have experienced, that's the in-between one. How many men have experienced a woman repeating herself a little bit too long? Okay. Almost all the men raise their hand except for the married men who are not going to yeah. say anything. Yeah. And you know why? because we are going to have a big talk about that later. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so this is such a phenomenon. And, and, and these are the is- issues that I've seen are the biggest issues, this particular one. I mention mm-hmm. it in Men From Mars. But in From Mars, it was... You know, it was 25 years ago. I've developed some new ideas since then, <laughs> and my marriage has gotten so easy. This is what I—it t- doesn't have to be hard until if you know what to do. So we have an agreement. The agreement is based upon an understanding. You can't make two side agreements without an understanding. The understanding is I love her more than anybody, and I want to be there for her more than anybody. And I'm a human being, and sometimes when she's complaining makes me feel defensive, makes me start to, pushes a button that's not my human brain that goes, okay, she just needs to vent for a little while. No, it starts to sound like she's saying, I'm not doing a good job. And I'm a guy that will give my life, I work hard, I'm there for her, I dedicate myself to her and my family. But you just, a button gets pushed and you get defensive. As soon as a man is defensive, that means his testosterone is going down. He's losing his cool, calm and collectedness. He's detaching from what she says. As soon as he detaches, she sort of freaks out because women thrive on connection. Connection creates estrogen. If she's complaining, she needs estrogen. She needs to feel connection. She needs to feel she's not alone. She needs to feel she's heard. And to put it in more graphic terms, men, she needs you to penetrate her. (laughs) Now, it's it's not the F word there. I mean, penetrate. Most people don't get. Pure masculine energy is silent listening. See, when I listen to my wife, I'm penetrating her. I'm going into her. See, most people think listening is this feminine thing that women are all good at, and they're not, by the way. <laughs> they're not. I'm listening to women for now 35 years, and they'll listen to another girlfriend like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I know just what you're talking about. I know just what you're talking about. Now you owe me 10 minutes. They say It's a deal. they got to go back and forth. Okay, they want to be heard. They're the vagina. Come into me. Hear me. See me. Do me. I'm important. So do things for me. And, and, and so the beautiful thing is we don't judge that. Men don't judge the vagina. We lick the vagina. Oh, my God. What did you do to me? Okay.
0: I'll is try it? to remember to maybe bleep that. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. What am I doing to my career? <laughs> hey, Listen. This is G rated. It is. No. I've written a book, Mars, Venus in the Bedroom. It's all in there. I mean, it's. it's okay. Anyway, off that. So I, I'm known for being a, a sex expert as well. So I'm justifying that I just said that. Everybody knows I talk about licking vaginas and all this. I do it in a book called Beyond Mars. No, that book is Mars, Venus in the Bedroom, which, by the way, was number one for a year, and nobody knows me for it because Men Are From Mars has been so influential. You could clap. You know, I got a book on sex for, you know, that much time. What? A year on the bestseller list? I mean, that's amazing. Okay, so back to this very important question. It's an understanding of penises and vaginas. Okay, I'm penetrating her. She's the vagina. I'm listening to her. So how do you listen to a woman? Don't speak. First law. Second Say a few little things. There, these are the easy you gotta have, men have to have a system, otherwise they don't know what to do. If he doesn't know what to do, <laughs> she's repeating herself. Whatever I say makes it worse, and it does. They're, now they don't know what to do. Their testosterone's turning into estrogen, they're getting all bummed out pumped out of shape when getting argumentative and whiny. She complains. She says, oh, we never do anything funny. What are you talking about? Last Thursday we did this and this and this. And she says, yeah, but you would da, da 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 And she goes back and forth. This is like the stupidest thing we do. And we do it too, men. They complain. And what do we do? We complain back. And she has always had more. You cannot beat her at this game. <laughs> okay? The Greeks knew this. The Greeks knew this. They had that myth of the Medusa. Medusa is the bitch. Okay. She's the, you know, she's the, the, the dark side of women. And so the snakes are coming out. And if you cut the snake, three snakes grow. That's like trying to talk her out of one complaint. Another one comes back. Another one comes back. Another, you cannot win. Don't try. And women, what you have to know when you are sharing with your partner, if anything sounds a little threatening to him, like a correction, or you're trying to help him, see you don't get it i don't need your help unless i ask for it but you're going to give it anyway okay that's like poking at me so if you try to help a man or give him constructive feedback you know any of that stuff is correcting him trying to change him let's just get this back to my first point Rollmate relationship is acceptance i'm not trying to change you is it we have to love is like this i don't have to need i don't have to change you i love you the way you are and if i can't that's my problem and i can learn to adjust figure out what you need, and bring out the best in you. And, but we have to understand how to do that. Women cannot give love if they're not getting a certain kind of support. They need more estrogen in their body. Men do not have the energy to give love unless their testosterone levels are up. They need, we need this, and we can do things to stimulate that. There's all these basic things. The most important is your question. So she's going on. She's starting to talk. Now I'm going to detach because I'm thinking, why is she saying that? And is it really that big of a deal? And What do I have to do about that? At that moment, I'm off thinking, not feeling. She feels the disconnection. Now it's like the record's going along. We used to have records. And you start it over, okay? The the record just starts over again. We're going to keep going down, back, 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 back and forth. So at that moment where I start, I can see defensiveness coming, like an orgasm coming, okay? You know, you can see things coming in the distance. All right, oh, here's coming. Remember lidocaine. Okay, so... (laughs) <laughs> anyway, the the defensiveness is coming. I see where this is going. Now most guys are like starting to get depressed. Oh 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 no! Where this is going down and down and down. That, that's when
0: you check Facebook. To
2: <laughs> okay, so let me come back to my point being okay. So, which is okay. So she's starting to repeat herself, and you're starting to detach more and more. At that point, the reason she wants to repeat is because she's disconnecting. She wants to feel connected to you. That's what she needs to get that estrogen to go up, for her stress levels to go down, for her to feel more loving, more feminine, more cooperative, more relaxed, more peaceful, more safe. It's all, those, those any of those qualities, estrogen levels go up. So she needs this new thing. My mother didn't need that. My dad just came home and watched TV and they didn't even talk that much, but they were happy till they died. It was a different world then. Also, they weren't having the kind of sex that I have, <laughs> particularly with lidocaine. <laughs> so now with this understanding, why, why should she keep talking if I can't hear a word she says? See, that's the, that's the mutual understanding. Because what I'm going to do is share our code phrase. Our code phrase, when I realize that anything she's saying is not going in, and everything she says from that point on will just build up more resistance. So if you would, if gent- you just gently sort of like punch me real slow, okay, and I'm resisting, and that's she'll, we'll just continue doing this dance of his punch coming and I'm pushing it back. And this is for many couples' marriage. We're trying to change each other, change each other. So keep pushing really hard so you fall out of your chair. Come to me, baby. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <There we go. laughs> See. Don't, don't. When the fight is there, it always takes two. So what you have to do is the man, you're the protector from the, from the fight. So you do your best. And the best is when she's talking, and I start noticing I'm getting a little defensive. That means I'm losing control, right? Because I don't want her to be saying all this stuff. I want this conversation to be over. So now I'm out of control. And that's going to cause my testosterone to start converting into estrogen. So I need to come back into control of this Kind of like riding a, riding a wild horse, okay? So i got to control it. How do you control it? Take charge of the conversation. How do you do that? So she's talking about something, and I say, well, tell me more. What man has ever done that in history? <laughs> See, this is kung fu relationship skills. <laughs> <laughs> she will stop resisting you instantly. Oh, tell me more. I want to know more about that. And another one is... Help me understand that better. See, who's in control now? You are. And women are thrilled to go, oh, I'll help you understand better. I got so many more words in my purse, okay? I just <laughs> take it on out there. And then as she's going along, then, then when it seems like she has nothing else to say, you're kind of feeling like, okay, this might be over. <laughs> no, you're a Superman. You say to her at that point, what else? <laughs> okay. Three magic phrases to save your marriage, live a happy life like I have. So what are they? Tell me more. Help me understand that better. What else? And you can repeat them over and over. And as long as I'm in control, I'm like, this is foreplay for great sex. And just keep remembering that. She cannot climax without 20 times more estrogen than you. That means you've got to lower your estrogen and she's got to raise her. Communication and talking is one of the most powerful estrogen stimulators for both men and women. But men, do we need more estrogen? No, so stop talking, ask questions, ask questions. So now that we have that understanding, then we have a code phrase that works. And the code phrase that works is she basically is talking, we're talking about anything. It could be uh, bank bank accounts, where we're gonna move money, it could be buying something, it could be our children, how we're gonna do this, where we're gonna go on vacation. Women, whenever they're talking, it just sort of comes out. They're going to take that moment to tell you everything they feel is wrong about you at that moment, okay? It just sort of pops out of nowhere, you know, just it's in there. It would just come out. So the whole conversation is like getting argumentative. That's when I'll say, well, help me understand that better. What else? Or tell me more. A few of those. That's my contribution to try to calm things down without saying calm down. Never tell a woman, calm down. Okay. Never tell a woman, calm down. Never tell a woman, don't worry about it. Never tell a woman, I'll handle it. We'll handle this together. That's the, that's the taking charge phrase. Oh, I got a clap on that. Let's go for that one. We'll, we'll handle this together. See, that's a soulmate relationship. The rolemate relationship is, I'll handle this, honey don't rustle your pretty little face or whatever that is. Women are powerful, they're strong, they're amazing. And they also need us men. And the most important thing they need about us, they used to need us as the provider. Now they can provide for themselves. If you don't need someone, your estrogen levels go down. So women have lost touch with, what do I need a man for? It's like, I don't want another kid around the house. So what do you need him for? These new things. A good listener. Someone who can be there for you. We'll talk about romantic skills. And of course, the big bang. You know, that's also what they need. And they do need it. They may not know it. They may never had it because they don't know it. Or they didn't ever had the right stimulation. But this is all part of marriage. Why do we get married today? Do we marry somebody that we're asexual with? No, and yet half marriages are asexual after a few years. What happened? And so many people today, twice as many people today are single. Why? Because you lose that attraction. This is how you keep the attraction. The polarity is there when a man's testosterone is 20 to 30 times higher than a woman's, and a woman's estrogen is 10 to 20 times higher than men. That's putting the two opposites or complementary opposites together. And whether you're gay or not, doesn't he, heterosexual, gay, if you're a man, you still need for health healthy testosterone. For women, you need this estrogen, and these skills are so critical to sort of understand our bodies and not buy into this illusion that we're all just the same we shouldn't even look at gender differences and whatever nonsense 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 so here's the code phrase that we have this was the big buildup like my foreplay so you get to this what do we do (laughs) this will make any relationship once you have the understanding and the agreement on this code phrase whenever she's talking and I'm sort of getting close to my defensiveness I just end the conversation and what do I do? I hear you. And she knows at that point, anything she says after that point, I can't hear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so this stops the endless repeating of the same thing. That's the
2: long answer to a short question. Wow. But it's complicated relationships today are complicated. (laughs) But I didn't hear it.
0: I I said, I hear you. you.
2: (laughs) Now, there's also the short part of this. My wife, you know, she knows I don't like complaining, okay? But women just sometimes complain. They're always trying to improve you. And she loves to do this. And so even to this day, she'll say, you left the light on in the living room. And I'm supposed to, like, feel bad, right? But I don't. (laughs) I don't. I could care less. But I'm supposed to feel bad. I can't change that. You know, if I hurt her, oh my god, I'd feel terrible. I'm not some sociopath because I don't feel bad about leaving the light on. Are my shoes in the den? Sometimes I take my shoes off watching late, late news or something like that, and I leave them. Next day, she says, you, you left your shoes in the den. <laughs> Do you want me to put them in the closet? I go, I'll take them. But another one, when I'm not going to say, you know, she'll call from across the house. You know, you left your shoes here. So what do I say? I hear you. (laughs) It's perfect. Because see, it's true. What do women need most? To be heard. But if they don't understand men, what they're expecting is for him to feel sorry. See, for many years, I just would say, she'd say these things. I go, I feel, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I left the light on. I'm not sorry. So it's like faking. So now I'm faking all the time, and it makes me feel awful. Eventually, my solution to that was, I've already given you three I'm sorry's today. That's my quota. <laughs> it just beats somebody down. You should, nobody should be saying they're sorry all the time. Something Except big Canadians.
0: It's what? Except Canadians.
2: All right. Thank you for setting me up for my new joke. I was just in Canada where I had a big talk, and I opened it up with my one Canadian joke. I really don't tell other people's jokes, but this is somebody else's joke. Why does the Canadian chicken cross the road? To get to the middle. I don't know why nobody else finds that funny, but I do. (laughs) (laughs) They're always, like, taking both sides on everything. For example... The laws of prostitution in Canada, they passed a law saying it was legal, then they passed a law saying it was illegal. So both laws are there. (laughs) (laughs) It It was kind of very weird, which by the way, I think that prostitution should be legalized. I'm very happy in my marriage, but I see a lot of this sex trade is awful. And so the prostitutes, they can't complain, they can't go to the police, they can't protect themselves, they can't defend themselves. And the truth is, there's a lot of horny guys that would really benefit from that. Having prostitutes around, it was all legal and they had to have licenses and so forth. In Holland, it's in your healthcare practice. Your healthcare will cover prostitution for you. If you don't have a partner and you're disabled in some way, what are we supposed to do? Just because we're alone, we're supposed to give up, you know, this very powerful sexual thing. (laughs) As I look down, (laughs) the back part of our brain as I mentioned earlier, the reptilian part of the brain regulates sexual attraction and desire. This is also the part of our brain which regulates mitochondria regeneration. Yep. So you want mitochondria regeneration, which is the theme of your new book. It's also energy, and, and oh, your last book was mitochondria regeneration. This is the
0: one that just came out, Headstrong. Yeah. yeah, right. But that was not that head.
2: Okay, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Well, we have two. All right. Anyway. <laughs> I thought that was
0: going to get a bigger laugh. Come on, guys.
2: <laughs> Give him a bigger, bigger laugh. That's strong. Anyway, okay, next conversational piece here.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. I have to
2: apologize. When I have an audience, what can I say? Uh, this is great. Okay. I'm, I'm having a
0: good time. All right. I'm, uh, we're, we're, we have like a minute left. All right, I got to...
2: Let me, and if I have a minute, let me give my most important takeaway from this new book.
0: Do the takeaway, and then I'm going to ask you a final question. We'll go a couple minutes over. It doesn't matter. All right, so okay. do, say what you got to say.
2: I just, I just want to say... We really have a crisis when it comes to relationships. People aren't making that commitment. They're losing their attraction. We want to sustain the attraction. Being able to have good communication, when men learn how to listen to women, and women learn how to let men go into another room once they can't hear you. I was just doing another seminar of all men, and the guys were saying, you know, he said, I, we don't have that agreement. What do I do? Well, one thing you can say is I have to, I have to go pee. He says, yeah. And then my wife follows me into the bathroom and just keeps talking and talking. Another guy, So many of the guys, this is a theme where women just keep talking and then they trick us back into the conversation with questions. You don't love me anymore, do you? Why did you do this? You know, all this stuff. When men are stressed, don't get them to talk. Don't ever ask them questions and let them know if you're feeling defensive and you need an escape. You know, use the phrase, I hear you. Then, what I didn't finish about that is then I take time to do something to pump my testosterone up again. That's why we have to understand, quote, manly things and feminine things. So what would it be for me? I could meditate, quiet my mind. Not all men know how to do that. I can go drive my car and listen to rock music. I can go to an action movie. I can go jogging. I can lift weights. I can do push-ups. All those things challenge my body, my muscles, that will start pumping my testosterone up until I feel good. And during that time, if I'm starting to think about what she said, no, don't. You have the ability to distract yourself. We are great at that. Just keep saying to yourself, don't think about what just happened. Don't think about what happened. Now, what if you... Then you build your testosterone up. Then once your testosterone comes up, your estrogen goes down. Then your stress level goes down. When stress level goes down, blood flow starts going back to the front part of the brain. You cannot be empathetic when you're angry. Empathy and anger do not coexist together, and a woman will never feel heard and supported if you're angry. Now, so if you're angry, don't talk, and I can't, you know, I get angry sometimes. If I'm angry, just don't talk to her at that time. I hear you. Take your time, rebuild your testosterone, and come back and demonstrate more love than before. Give more. That's the way you get more, is give more. And, and, you know, all the understanding of the ways that women can give to men, men can give to women in this new world that we're in, can save marriages, can start creating happy homes with happy children growing up. 52% of children are growing up without a mother and father at home. We've seen the results of this. It's not the ideal. It's world peace begins at home. and in, And as we've talked today, world peace begins at home in the bedroom. <laughs> this is where it all starts. So let's really dedicate ourselves to love and to learning a new way to give our partners the love they deserve and to get the love that we deserve.
0: Love it. The last time you were on Bulletproof Radio, I asked you the question that I've asked all the guests, uh, which was if someone came to you tomorrow and said, I want to perform better at everything I do. What are the three most important things that you, a piece of advice you'd have to offer me? I want to modify the question a little bit and say, perform better in bed. What are the three most important things you'd have to offer me?
2: I'd love to answer that question. Okay. First thing is you need to test your testosterone. If you're, and I got it, it's going to be for what women can do, what men can do. Okay. We'll start with men. Okay. We'll start with men. So the first one with, with men is test your testosterone. Does that mean go and have it tested by somebody else? No. Check your dick every morning. It should be standing straight up. If it's not standing up every morning, your testosterone's too low. It's not like I'm saying you should masturbate, you should have sex every day. What I'm saying is that you need to be able to have sex every day. Okay? If you don't have your te- if you're if you're not standing fully at attention, not this half mass thing. Okay, straight up. You know, I'm 18 years old. I'm, that's what it's about. Okay, so that's your test. If you don't have that, you're aging. And, and you're not going to have the juice that your partner's going to need. It's like kung fu relationship is, you know, women need to feel that sometimes they can be upset at you and they can do things. And you're like kung fu guy. If you ever watch kung fu movies, you see they'll be doing, their, they'll be doing all their blocks to the blows. And then I'm looking at their opponent. They're kind of looking away like this. They know every move. You have to find your confidence to know what to do. And what's the biggest thing? If you're angry, don't talk. Take your time away. Rebuild your testosterone. If you, how do you know your testosterone's low? You're getting angry all the time. You're not feeling motivated. You're not feeling energized. And your friend's not standing straight up in the morning. So those are your. That's your first thing. Now you get to get motivated to pump your testosterone up. One of the key things for having healthy testosterone is lowering your estrogen. If you've got belly fat, start getting rid of it. Read Bulletproof book. Read my books. Go to my, my blogs, all on getting rid of belly flat fat. Because the belly fat constantly has a job. When you have belly fat, it keeps turning your testosterone into estrogen. So you want to get, get a pretty flat belly. Now, it doesn't have to be perfectly flat when you're 18. Part of wisdom, as men grow older, naturally, we're supposed to have more estrogen but our testosterone is supposed to be up as well. So see, the wisdom comes from our, our, our estrogen side, is compassion and empathy and understanding and openness. That naturally goes up in a man, but he should have stronger testosterone as he goes up too because he has greater wisdom, He's greater confidence, he has skills, he has abilities and so forth. The problem is in our relationships is we don't have that confidence. So you've got to learn the relationship skills to build your testosterone so you know what you're doing. If you're a single guy, start dating women and practice this stuff. That's the key, practice. Good relationship skills. You want good nutritional skills. And there's some great uh, supplements that, that uh, besides Bulletproof. I love Bulletproof supplements, but you, maybe you have it in your, your ones. But just once because you,
0: you make some good stuff, too, and just like John yeah. makes okay. supplements. It's yeah. okay. You're not cheating. Okay,
2: I'm on your stage. So, but Tongkat Ali, Tongkat Ali. Who knows about that? Just let me see. Yeah, only a few. I mean, I couldn't even take this stuff. It's six years. If I took that stuff, I'd have erection all day long. Okay, so. I, I
0: take it twice a day, I'm just saying. Okay, well.
2: well, you know, he needs a little more help.
0: Okay. Okay. They, they, but, they call but, me tripod. Let me,
2: let me explain why he needs a little more help. He has, he has more muscle mass. See, he's like Superman over here. I'm like, you know, I don't know. I'm John Gray, but I don't have a lot of muscle mass and therefore my testosterone doesn't get used up building my muscles. See, this is like so amazing for me. I I was like this young guy back long before the internet and I'm studying all this stuff. That's a long time ago. And all the muscle magazines, these are like 25 year old guys, 35 year old guys. They all want libido pills. And I'm going, do I need a libido pill? Just give me open legs. I'm ready to go, you know, just like there was. But then I found out why is because when you work out a lot, then when your body's rebuilding its testosterone, it's using, up, using much of it up to rebuild your muscles. So you don't want to overtrain if you want to have healthy testosterone. And I had one client, he just couldn't get it up. The, after three times with a woman, he could not get it up. And he was like Superman. And anyway, so I had him test his testosterone. It was zero in the morning. And it was basically, he was over-exercising. His muscles were too big and they were using up all the, all the All the testosterone to rebuild them. So anyway, find a guy like me and you're really going to have a stud. All right. uh, (laughs) No, 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 no. He just doesn't need to overtrain. So Tonkot Ali is a really good one. Uh, Black ants. Do you do black ants?
0: I do. Sometimes. Not
2: all the time. I put them in my shake in the morning. That's another killer is black ants. They're actually black ants. (laughs) They're dead. They're not live. But but they uh, they have a good effect.
0: I too. like the heads crunchy.
2: They are they're crunchy they're crunchy and they're fine and they're testosterone pumpers. But the key to it all is starting to slowly lower your belly flat fat, and making sure that you're doing things to lower estrogen in your body. And in your book, you talk all about fasting. Intermittent fasting is one of the most powerful things you can do to kick estrogen out of your body. And Why does it work to rebuild your body and stimulate your mitochondria? Because it's pumping up your testosterone if you're a guy. So how do you improve sex life if you're a woman? Well, we already know the answer to that. Talk more. (laughs) If you talk about... See, women are being so tough today. Tough, by the way, is testosterone-producing. Independent is testosterone producing. Detached is testosterone producing. All these are masculine qualities. So I do in my new book is I go down the list of masculine qualities that stimulate testosterone. Feminine qualities that stimulate estrogen. And you learn as a woman, these are the qualities I need to balance my male qualities with. So you're creating a balance in your life. You're anticipating when I come home to my personal life, uh, you know, after being a lawyer all day and fighting a battle, that I have a personal life that stimulates estrogen. But for women, they have to understand on the calendar when they need estrogen and when they need progesterone. So pair bonding is something that stimulates huge estrogen in women. Pair bonding is when you depend on someone for something. I need your help and you get help. Independence is testosterone. Needing someone is estrogen. And for a woman's cycle from the fifth day after her period to the 12th to the 10th day after her period. I call it the five day love love window. That's when her estrogen levels need to double. That's when she feels her need the most. So five days, everything after she has her period, then about five days, everything seems to be quite peaceful. And then suddenly on the sixth day, she goes, you know, we're not doing anything together. And I feel ignored. And sometimes I'm like invisible. You don't care about me as much as your work. She goes on and on about everything. And you thought, what just happened? Yesterday, we were happy. And today, you're not. I don't understand how you could change so quickly. It's hormonal shift. Her needs, she suddenly becomes more aware of her needs because that increases her estrogen where, biologically, she could make a baby. You can't make a baby unless your estrogen levels go 20 times higher than a man's. Has to double during that time. So when the period is done, what you do, you sit with your partner. And you say, hey, let's plan a date for next week at seven days, seven or eight days. It's all rough. These are rough numbers. And you say, let's discuss some things. I've been thinking I'd like to do this, this, or this, something special. What would you like to do? And then you're supposed to then go, oh, well, I really like to do what you'd like to do. And you pick one of those three things. See, a romantic date is doing what she wants, not what you want. And for all the pussies that go, it should be what I want. Enjoy your life. (laughs) A romantic date is for her. That's they invented it. They won it. There'd be no Valentine's Day if it wasn't for women. Okay? There would just be Super Bowl Sunday a few days before. That would be it. Why well, have to I told you I loved you once. Why do I have to do it again? And what what's a card? To a woman? It's a reassuring gesture. For women, roses are like a symbol of romance because they die in a week. See, it doesn't, you can't give her plastic roses, silk roses, that's not romantic. She wants it to die in a week, so you have to show her again and again and again. The, do you hear that little awe sound over
0: there? I, I would just like to point out, there are services that have them on auto-ship.
2: You can, as long as she doesn't find out, okay, so there's... You really got to do it yourself. And women love when you put forth little effort for them. See, the whole thing. It's like when I come home, I find her, I prioritize her, I go places, I call her, I send her texts. That that makes her feel like I'm part of her life. The truth is, I, you know, I'm not worried about her. She's always, like, hey, is he still alive? Is he dead? I don't worry. You know, that's my thing. I don't worry. But she thinks if I worry about her a little bit, I care about her. So I pretend to worry (laughs) but I just show my caring you know it's it's giving the reassurance that that you have this sweet relationship anyway back to I I was going off to many other chapters of the book but the, the the question you asked me I have to remind myself is to make a great sex life what makes a great sex life is a few days after that period then you sit together you plan a date When you plan the date, it's three. Your job, women, is to come up with three things you'd like to do. He's not a mind reader; his job is then pick one. So he makes the decision. If he makes the decision, then he gets credit for it. You know, it's like I take my wife to a play, and she's already given me hints of what she wants to do. Like I'm going to get those Hamilton tickets, and everybody's going to go, "Wow, it was great!" How'd you get the tickets? Oh, John got the tickets, and John brought us. I will take credit for it. And anytime we do anything good, whether I did it or not. My wife says, that was a wonderful time. I go, yep, I wrote that play. You know, that was my. <laughs> See, men take credit for things of success. Success increases testosterone. And you know, it was interesting to me, I was talking with one of the founders, I'm not gonna say his name, but the founders of the human potential movement. He's 82 years old, he's a brilliant guy. And I was telling him about my book, and I said, yeah, our hormones are different. And he goes, yeah. I said, well, for example, When a man's team wins, if he's got a favorite football team or baseball team, or what did I see last night? Basketball team, Warriors. Yay, go Warriors. And we win, men's testosterone levels double. They just shoot right up. Whenever a man feels successful, it goes up. And when his team loses, they're all like, uh. And if it's football, they really go down and they get aggressive. Why did they go down? When testosterone goes down, estrogen goes up. When estrogen is up, that's when men become aggressive. But when estrogen goes down and testosterone goes up, men are like supermen. They want to serve you, protect you, give to you. So for women, they need the estrogen, special date. You plan the date, three or four days after a period. Now, a week happens later, and she's in that magic window when her estrogen levels are going to be twice as high that's when she finds you most desirable. That's when she has the potential to have the best orgasm at that time. And when she has the best orgasm, then your testosterone levels will double. Then what they will do, as with all men after an orgasm, they'll tend to drop down and they'll start to build slowly as the week goes on. And the Japanese did the research on this and they found that if a man has sex, his testosterone levels will drop. But if he doesn't have sex for six days and then has sex On the seventh day, when the Lord said to rest, he said, go to the bedroom. On the seventh day, his testosterone levels will double again. And then they'll go down. On the seventh day, they'll double again. So you asked, how do I keep my testosterone up, which is what helped my wife to feel her high estrogen. At that time, her estrogen can double. And that's what keeps my testosterone 25% higher than when I was a young man is because for me, I just follow this rhythm of sex once a week, no masturbation, no porn, none of that. I've got a busy life, I've got grandkids, I got all this stuff, and then I have mind-blowing sex on the seventh day. And you you can have more sex if you want, but if you find that your testosterone levels are low, then you should practice celibacy for Mm -hmm. six days, then have sex on the seventh day. Your testosterone levels will double, Your balls will wake up and go, we got a job to do, and you'll start bringing your testosterone levels Mm -hmm. up. So that's a technique. If I'm on a vacation, I'll certainly have lots of sex because her estrogen levels are way up because people are cooking for her, people are cleaning for her, people are doing things for her, everything is new and different, everything is beautiful. That's a great secret of great sex for women. Her estrogen levels go up, I'm having lots of sex, but then she has to remember that after a great vacation with lots of sex, he's going to pull away. That's one of the biggest problems for couples is because when he has all that connection with you, his estrogen levels are going to go too high. It's going to push his testosterone down. How does he rebuild his testosterone? He needs to get away from you. So he's going to be completely consumed in something else, and you're going to be thinking, but we reached a whole new plateau in our relationship, and he loves me so much. How could he be ignoring me? It's perfectly normal for men to get close and then to pull away. When they pull away, they're rebuilding their testosterone. Anytime he's detaching, detachment rebuilds testosterone. The whole essence of Buddhism was detachment. Learn to pull away. Give up your attachment. But then the flip side of that is compassion. Because, see, when you have detachment, you don't take things personally. Then you can truly empathize. And that's what men have to learn. We have to be the Buddha. She has to be the goddess of wisdom. And as the goddess of wisdom, she loves, but she also has the wisdom of What can change and what can't change? And when it comes to what can change, how do you change it in a way that doesn't make it worse? And that's my new book.
0: All right. Give it up for John. (laughs) Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a couple things you could do. One is you could go pick up John's book, which is absolutely worth reading, Beyond Mars and Venus. And you can pick up a copy of Headstrong, but the number one thing you can do that both of us appreciate more than you would possibly imagine is leave a review on Amazon. Almost no one would leave a review compared to the number of people who read the book, and we each put thousands and thousands of hours into this, and if you take about 10 seconds of your life to leave a review that says what you think about it, It means way more than you think it does because it helps other people decide whether it's worth their time to read the book. So that's the simplest thing you can do to say thanks to an author for taking thousands of hours and compressing them into four hours of read time for you. So review John's book and say, it's really damn good because it is. And you can do the same thing for mine, and I'd appreciate it. Thank you again.